I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. To see that smile when something's funny and that sort of thing warms your heart. And I know just saying smile then has made me smile as I'm talking. So, you know, it's those sort of inherent things within us that are so healthy for us. G'day and welcome to the Farms Vice podcast with your host, Jack Creswell. Whether you farm it, service it or just love it, this podcast is for you. We'll bring you the techniques and technologies you can implement into your day straight from the leaders and innovators themselves. Spread the farm's advice so that we can reach more farmers right across Australia. Follow us on all of your socials at Farms Advice and let's get into this episode. This conversation, we head over west to Western Australia and talk about the six Bs. You may have seen it on Twitter, they're pretty vocal blokes on there and we'll be having Bradley Milstead talking about blokes, barbecue, bonfire, beers, bonding and a little bit of bullshit. With our main audience, 70 to 80% of this listening audience is actually blokes out in Australian farming, in agriculture mostly, but it's also a very timely sort of episode as well. With Movember coming up, I see Ollie Lever over there is doing great work with Humans of Agriculture and also starting that conversation to check in, but what 6Bs is doing is really opening up blokes and allowing that bonding session to break it down. And Brad will go through here and he actually breaks down his own story to see what happens as well. Can be a bit of an emotional roller coaster, but let's get into this Unreal episode. Brad, welcome to the Farms Vice podcast. A pretty important episode. Maybe might even be our little muster before harvest goes ahead, um, especially for yourself. You're a week or two out from harvest, I believe. How's it going? Yeah, I'm going well, thanks, Jack, and thank you very much for the invite to be a part of your podcast. And um, but yes, we are. Oh, there, there's a few going in the uh, over here in the west. Um, so, but yeah, certainly, likely there's only a couple of guys going in canola. But yeah, we don't grow any canola, so uh, it's wheat, lupins, and barley for us. Beautiful. So for the podcast, we'll just get you to give you a little bit of your background and where it's landed you today, farming. Yeah, no worries. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, Bradley Milstead. I'm uh, farming in the Midwest of Western Australia. 
um, in the Shire of Mora at the uh, northern end of that. My local town is Wotheroo. Um, we're exactly halfway between Perth and Geraldton and an hour inland off the coast, um, straight inland from Durian Bay for anybody who wants to um, check it out. So uh, I'm part of a family farm uh, operation. It's a uh, mixed mixed enterprise uh, with grain and uh, self-replacing merino flock. Um, I'm farming with the previous generation. So I've got my father and uncle and uh, cousin involved. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, and yeah, crops-wise, we grow, as we said, wheat, lupins and barley is our our main three grains. Beautiful. And how's the season panning out over there? You're having a good one? We've been, we've been very, very fortunate. Um, all year, this area has been um, pretty much, I hate to say it, perfect. Um, or probably the best way to um, sum it up is I don't think there's been a morning that we've woken up and gone, geez, we need to rain today, which is, um, yeah. I think, I think I've been home for 33 or four years or something. And it would be the first time uh, I've seen a season like that. So um, yeah, it's, it's quite amazing to see and um, just also gives you the opportunity to um, try and proof that the system that you're implementing is working and uh, yeah, can, can provide great dividends uh, given the right circumstances. Yeah, certainly. What's your actual average rainfall over there? We're supposed to be 400 mils. Yep. Uh, I reckon um, in my, oh, yeah, it, t- 10 year average would be closer to 365 yep. and um, a, a growing season. So we're all dry land cropping there's no irrigation and no summer crops um would be be an average 10 year average for a growing season so may to october of about 270 somewhere around that mark yeah, um, so pretty much a mil a day is your average running yeah something like that i know as a younger fella i, I through me we went to a uh, a national leadership thing and um was sitting on a table with um someone from uh, the, some of those deep soils in the north of New South Wales. And he's asking us WA boys about what our water holding capacity was. Yep. We sort of all looked at him pretty blankly and went, oh, what do you mean? And he's gone, well, we can hold 300 mils of rain in our soil. And we've all giggled and gone, give us 300 mils and we'll give you three tonnes of wheat. It's yep. um, sort of that sort of scenario. So, yeah, but we, we've got some... Um, our particular holding is we've got probably a, a, a very mixed holding. We've got some beautiful uh, heavy country that does hold on the moisture. And then we've got probably um, a third. Uh, it would have a third of it like that. A third of it would be good sand plain that does have some clay in it. And then there'd be another third that's um, pretty thirsty sort of countries that, um, yeah, it just needs exactly what you're talking about. Rain pretty constantly. And, and then it will perform. Yeah, beautiful. So within that family dynamic, I think you said your dad and your uncle, oh, cousin, sorry, is it? Uh, dad, 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 dad uh, my father, uh, an uncle and a cousin. So yeah, there's four of us on the farm. So are you the grain man, the sheep man, or are you like a little bit of both? No, we, uh, we all take part in all parts of it, basically. Um, yeah, we, we don't set up separate portfolios. Actual um, operation on farm does start to become solo. So um, yeah, my father still drives a sprayer um right or wrong but uh, yeah, he st- he still drives a sprayer and the uncle drives a header um so that they- they're sort of more part part time that they-, they pick and choose what they want to do um which is fine it's their place they uh they've built up that uh, right so 
Um, whereas a cousin and I are sort of on farm um, daily or, or those that know me will probably argue that it's not that daily that I'm on there. But um, yeah, yeah no, I, I sort of take care of day-to-day management of it pretty much. Yeah, beautiful. Well, great little introduction there to see what's happening over in WA and also a bit about your own operation. But not really the reason we have you on the podcast today. It's about the six Bs. What are those six Bs? And do you want to just do a little intro on what that is and we'll talk about how it all got started? Yeah, sure thing, Jack. So it started back in 2017 um, on the back of an initiative from uh, Movember. Uh, the Movember Foundation, I've supported them Um those that have seen my efforts will say very, very poorly. I'm, I'm rather follically challenged on the on the facial hair spectrum, but um, it, they uh, have an initiative on uh, on May the eighth, make it mate day, to check in on a mate, very similar to Are You Okay? But um, yeah, to, to just a, another opportunity to uh, check in on your mates. And we'd had a little bit of a drier start to 2017. Um, there wasn't too much dry seeding going on come the start of May. We still had some trees that had uh, come down in a summer storm that needed uh, burning for paddock preparation. So I asked a couple of very good mates here about their thoughts of maybe uh, sticking a match under them and um, having a barbecue on uh, Tuesday night, which happened to be May the 8th. I didn't worry about telling them the the connection there and they all thought it was a great idea. So um, it's just all text messages locally. Um, But then I also use uh, use Twitter as my main social media. Yep. Um, so I happened to put it up on that and um, the ABC, our regional drive program on the radio, got hold of it and wanted to have a chat. And while I was thinking about what I might talk about with them, it came to me that there was going to be the six main components of that night. And that was going to be uh, going to have uh, the blokes there. There's going to be a barbecue. There was going to be a bonfire. There was going to be some beers if people chose to have a beer. Yeah. Um, that lead to some bonding, and of course, those beers also lead to a fair bit of bullshit as well. So um, it was, yeah, just trying to get trying to get our blokes back out and together again. Um, we'd all our we, we at the time we didn't have any male or men's team sports left in town, so there's none of that to um, try and get you out and about and uh, interacting with each other. Our um, School numbers were dwindling, so the, the PNC wasn't that active either. Um, and I personally, I, I've been dealing with the grief of losing a uh, 17-year-old nephew of ours who was pretty much a godson to us and uh, in, in a car accident. Um, nothing more nothing more to blame than fatigue um, and lack of experience of no, noticing those signs. Um, so, yeah, we'd been dealing with that as a family, that grief and Coupled with some seasonal stresses and uh, life stresses, um, it had obviously all started to build up within me a bit too. So um, I'd, I'd been fortunate. I'd watched the Gus Warland series, the three-part series on ABC of Man Up. And uh, anybody who hasn't watched it, I can highly recommend watching it. And it sort of really inspired me to stand up and, and try and take a lead in this space of, of men's well-being and, um, and as it's worked out, it's helped my personal well-being greatly as well, um, being part of it. So, um, yes, it definitely did start with a focus on mental health, um, yeah. but it's certainly more, it's it's developed into men's well-being full stop, basically. It's just that um, opportunity of a, of a male-only crowd to sit and listen and talk and, you know, it's, it's let it, to the point of as we age and 
things within our body stop working like they used to work. Um, just to hear somebody else of a similar age or a bit younger, a bit older, maybe mention the fact that that's happened to them as well and it, it can reassure you that oh well yep no that's supposed to happen that's okay tick or i don't know one of our six b's that we have had there's been the conversation of uh one of the blokes has brought up a mate when he's a lot younger had a lump somewhere that he didn't go and get checked and didn't have it diagnosed in time and they buried him 18 months later and you know it's those sort of stories that can um reinforce you to uh yeah to to make that appointment with your gp and um actually yeah go and get stuff checked out or or own your health it's your health nobody else's yeah certainly and how's it actually all work do like everyone's quite open initially i reckon it's an amazing um sort of initiative to get blokes out there talking um and around there being comfortable within the uncomfortables but you don't want the blokes to just be kicking bulldust all night um, not actually opening up or telling people or even listening on that. How do you actually break down that barrier? Yeah, you're dead right. And that's that's the beauty of the bonfire. It is, it is a nice neutral setting, basically. And I know I'd, I'd become aware of it that I've got a couple of really good mates in South Australia and one of them doesn't really enjoy team sports. Um, the other one loves it. And, but they're both quite pastoral to the pub. But yeah. it... um. I realise that not everyone likes team sports and not everyone likes going to the pub, but I, I haven't found too many people that don't mind sitting around a uh, campfire so um, or a bonfire. So it, it's it's very – there's no structure to an evening or, or a day as such. Like I know personally I love coupling it with a purpose, so whether it's a, a farm tour. Um, in ag, we all love getting around and fossicking around other people's places and um, – seeing what they're doing, have a look at the sheds and all the rest of it. So it gives guys an opportunity or a purpose to go out and do that. Um, also, farm tours are great because you tend to um, sit in a year driving around and, and blokes talk very uh, a lot more comfortable when we're talking over our shoulder, not face-to-face. Um, a lot of the time when guys are talking face-to-face, it's, it's sort of almost confrontational, um, quite often on a sporting field after a disagreement. So... Uh, it's not always a healthy way to to talk. So it's great to have that purpose. Um, I know here in Wadaroo, I have um, had one day that was a butchering day. So we had a, a butcher come through and cut up sheep. We had four sheep there. He basically cut them up four different ways and we cooked cooked most of it up and ate it while we we're going. And, uh, and another day we've had is a, a slow cooking or charcoal cooking day that um, – yeah, same thing that, uh, yeah, just learnt some skills but had a purpose to get there. And during the during the day or during a night, yeah, generally you, you have a bit of a talk about, you know, why the guys are there, what the six Bs is and, and the importance of it. And, um, yeah, just try and get them to reconnect with themselves. Um, make it, make them feel safe that it is okay to have spent this time out with their mates or with other blokes um it's no disrespect to our families we love them very very dearly but um a bit of us time is um yeah never ever time badly spent basically yeah i think it's always the case and just breaking down that barrier is probably the hardest spot for it but i think in your first meet you had what was it 70 blokes turn up to the first six bs no, no. Uh, the first one up in the paddock here, there was only oh, 
25. Um, and, and that it's funny, 25 seems to be the number. Generally, when you have a six B's, it is 25. But no, we had um, a good man from Bolgart, uh, Julian McGill, has had uh, four or five of these. Um, so he's only about an hour and a half out of Perth. So at, at those ones, you tend to get a few of our um, city cousins come out as well. Uh, during COVID, uh, he had his in August and there was just nothing going on. There was spasmodic bush footy leagues running, um, but there was no field days or anything like that. And uh, yeah, I think he had 70 that day uh, or that evening. Um, and then the last year we had one up on uh, one of the bigger properties out of uh, Geraldton. So a couple of hours north of here in Snindawar, the Messinas and the Critch families um, Messinas have done a lot of work to help uh, Broadacre Ag across Australia, basically. But they had one and we had about 80 people there. Um, that was quite amazing. So, um, But no, g generally, a, a, a par score for attendance is about 25. Yeah, right. Well, that's half a busload of full seater anyway. That's pretty good going. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and as a few of us say that host them or... Um, I've, I've got another couple of guys that get around and have a chat at these days, uh, Sam Burgess from Arthur River and uh, Greg Kerno from Esperance. And we always say that it'd actually be almost nothing better than to turn up and not have anybody there if you were comfortable in the knowledge that everyone was okay, um, that it wasn't that it wasn't needed. So, um, But the fact that we do keep getting people turn up and um, there's always lots of positive feedback from it. Um, you generally always have one and... There's a handful of blokes who come up to you quietly afterwards and say, thank you very much for that. I, I really, really, really needed this bit of time away for myself just to collect my thoughts and um, yeah, put everything back into perspective, essentially. So um, that's a great barometer or, or, of the success of it. Yeah, absolutely. And like for relating it back to the podcast, my first month, we had 14 listeners and I thought that was unreal considering the assets that they probably own or they're looking after. Um and just that one person that would probably take something away. That's all you need to make a difference. It's great to have the 50, 80 people rocking up. Um, but for that one person that maybe rocked up and no one else did one time, if it does happen, um, they were obviously needing a bit of help as well and having a chat about it can all help us as blokes. Yep. No, a hundred percent. And that's the thing you, yeah, as I said, you always have a handful that come up and, and want to talk a bit more afterwards. And um, yeah, it just, yeah, it, it's that sort of, or or you get the feedback via text or um, through Twitter or that sort of thing or through social media afterwards. And um, it's that positive feedback that just reinforces the fact that the message is real and that it's required and we're, and we're not just pissing in the wind, basically. So it just, yeah, it, it bolsters our resolve that we are doing a good thing here and, and hopefully making a difference. And I honestly do think that we are starting to make a bit of a difference as well. Yeah, absolutely. Two of the blokes that attend there, I think, and also talking about it on Twitter, I think there's a fair few names you just dropped there. You're all sort of Twitter fiends. I see you've actually tweeted or whatever 30,000 times. Um, that's a fair bit um, out there, whether it be about farming or anything like that or just trying to connect the six Bs and what's happening in farming at the time. Yeah, and that's the thing. When I did start on social media i was actually involved with the grow advisory group with uh cooperative bulk handling our storage and handler of grain over here and we'd um well and truly identified that farming wasn't perceived as sexy at the time so um that's when i initially got on there it was to promote farming and and what we did and um it, it is funny how it's evolved to 
Now, yeah, th- there's a discussion about men's wellness and, and the six Bs and um, as well as a, a bit of banter along the way as well, which I, I think sort of normalises it a bit or you know probably just reinforces who I am more than anything. It's, uh, yeah, th- there's a serious side, but you've also got to be able to step back and have a bit of a giggle at times as well. So, um, yeah, uh, 30,000 tweets, those that played cricket uh, with and against is probably uh, nowhere all that's come from. It was never short of a bit of a chat out there on the field. Yeah, absolutely. And like, firstly, I didn't know that's what CBH standard for being Eastern Seaboard. We don't know or have too much to do with them. Um, that, that is CBH, cooperative bulk. Correct. Yep, yep. So CBH is cooperative bulk handling. So um, yeah, a, a fantastic um, a fantastic business. It's very, very important to all of our businesses. Um, it's a, a big talking point over here at the moment for a couple of uh, div- different negative reasons. But uh, yeah. Generally, generally, they do more good than uh, wrong. So, um, and yeah, it's uh, yeah, a- always a point of a, a, a discussion point over a barbecue. Basically, it will be CBH at, at one point or another. Yeah, absolutely. And considering you started in 2017, you've had some good years and bad years in, um, in relation to climatic conditions. What have you seen that sort of topic change? Um, maybe someone's having a rough year, not enough rain um, on farm to get the crop up or to feed the livestock, get them up a bit bigger. What and how does that topic change through the different sort of seasons or has it? I think we definitely have made a difference that blokes will talk about how they're going more. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a big part of it. And so many of us that are doing so much, but from Mary O'Brien with Are You Bogged and Ben Brooksby with The Naked Farmer and, um, regional men's health initiative over here. Um, so many of us are just trying to normalise the conversation um, and and trying to remove so much of the negative language that's involved with it. You know, people are sufferers, it's a disorder, um, it's all the rest of it. Is If we can just try and remove some of that negative language and, and make it norm, more normal to ask. Um, and the, the big thing is on a personal level, we've got, I shouldn't say God, because that's I'm speaking at people rather than just talking. But it's bloody important that we as blokes try and find those couple of good gotcha for life mates. Um, the gotcha for life is the foundation that Gus Walland has gone gone on to set up for his uh, mental health foundation, and it, just those couple of blokes that you can discuss everything to you know um, from your relationship as that changes as we age to our, our body to our, our mind and to from a professional point of view as well and i know that the stats which i, I dislike using but the, the stats are that most blokes only have two really good mates that they can tell everything to and and that's an average so there's quite a few out there that don't have any and there might be a few that have got a few more than that so um it's just yeah just trying to give guys the confidence within themselves to try and deal with what's presented to them and, and try and keep putting that into perspective as it, is it something that they've caused or is it out of their control? And if it's out of their control, well, you, as farmers, we are very good decision makers to try and deal with that then. Um, but it's just really important to make sure that, you know, within yourself, it's not something that you've caused. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's also trying to get guys 
to give them the strength and the tools to reach out to their mates as well. Um, it's well known that, uh, you know, people will start to remove themselves. When they come under the pump mentally, they'll start to remove themselves from their normal social activities. Um, so, you know, if you've got that mate that is normally always at the Thursday night or Thursday afternoon scrounges or the Friday froths at the local watering hole or Saturday for cricket or Sunday for footy or whatever, or it's a Sunday for church. Um, you know, yes, we all have things that pop up that you can't get there, but if it starts to become a regular thing, that's, we need guys to have the strength to, to ring that mate up or send him a text and just say, Hey, I've noticed. Are you okay? And it's similar in ag. None of us would drive past a mate's place and see a tree down on a fence or a mob of sheep in a paddock or in a crop or, or a big outbreak of weeds in a crop without ringing him up and saying, hey, were you aware of that tree being down? And we're very good at that, those sort of shares professionally. If we can get a little bit stronger personally of, of having the strength to say, hey, what's going on? I've noticed. Um, I think that we will start to make a bit more of a difference to, to the bad stats that are the, um, the Australian stats of, of death to suicide, which is nine Australians every single day. And um, at the moment, we've been able to claw the stat of those back to uh, seven men, seven Australian men a day, which or it's actually six and a half. So when to run alongside that, when the six B started, the stats were actually eight. Eight Australians a day were losing their fight to the demons and um, six of those were blokes. So it, it sort of dawned on me that the six Bs was also a, a tribute to those six blokes that couldn't fight the fight anymore and lost their battle. Unfortunately, that stat went up to nine and seven. Um, but the last two years, um, according to the Bureau of Stats, they've actually just started to come off a little bit and... Last year, we're down to six and a half. So I suppose it depends whether you want to round up or round down, whether it's six or seven blokes. But that sort of does bolster the fact that we are starting to make a bit of a difference. And and that's across Australia. It's not just regionally. Um, and that's probably through two and a half or three years of the toughest years that most of us have experienced socially with the um, pandemic being around and uh, the restrictions and mandates due to COVID. Yeah, it's probably bringing us back into bonding a little bit more that sort of turned into the norm didn't it for a couple of years there um we'll not actually getting to the pub and seeing everyone each week whatever each month whatever it may be um and getting back out there socializing seeing how it can happen and you also sort of touched on how you can identify someone that removes themselves from the social circle that's probably the most important thing for people to identify their mates if they're not feeling good or what's happening um, out in the paddock or even in the house um, where, where they do feel comfortable as well. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. And that's the big thing is um, we're, we're all more connected now than ever before, thanks to mobile phones. Um, and yet I think many of us would say that we've actually more disconnected than ever before due to lack of social interaction. Um, humans, we are, we are a herd animal. Um, even the, the most isolated introvert still enjoys catching up with other people at time to time to recharge and, and fill their cup up. So um, yeah, it's where that six B's and having that, that bonfire and the barbecue is so important. And yeah, you, you are right. The, the, obviously the pub scene was very quiet for a while, but um, 
I know there were a fair few uh, beers off the back of the ute, which because um, most utes are two metres wide, so there's our social uh, isolating. Uh, you could stand on either side of the ute and bring your own little esky and sit there and still actually see somebody and have a chat and see see people's facial expressions to yeah. to see that smile when something's funny and that sort of thing warms your heart. And I know just saying smile then has made me smile as I'm talking. So, you know, it's those sort of inherent things within us that are so healthy for us. Absolutely. And like, what do you think the future of six B's is going to be? Is it just going to keep continuing along bolstering that sort of message or what do you want it to turn out into? Oh, the whole way long, Jack, there's been no real uh, KPIs or, or, or vision. It's, um, no, look, while people are still connecting with it and um, talking positively about it, um, there's going to be a need for it, I think. And, um, yeah, just people have connected with the importance of getting together, uh, of getting out and getting together. And I know I spoke earlier, part of the background to it was the um, no male team sports in Wotheroo. The, um, I'm bloody wrapped. The young fellas, we've finally... Uh, ended up with a, a a few handfuls of young blokes around here and they've got the cricket club up and running again. And um, it's just awesome. And uh, as I've said to them, uh, they've got no idea how important it's going to be to the social fabric of our, of our town and community, it being up and running and, yeah, giving us uh, older older ex-players the opportunity to, you know, get in there on a Thursday night and have a look at them training or in probably have a beverage and, and, and then get in there on a Sunday afternoon uh, if they're playing locally and have a look and, um, yeah, catch up with ourselves as well as them. And, uh, yeah, it's just good good for the soul. It helps fill that cup up. Yeah, 100%. And that probably leads into the importance of getting off farm and actually uh, disconnecting yourself from farming activities. We can always – we've always got jobs to do on farm no matter what. Um, you're never sort of done. Do you think that plays a huge role in it? however sort of way you get off farm? Absolutely. There's there's nothing harder to do when you're shoveling the shit than to work out an easier way of doing it. And that's where taking that time to step away, um, you will think more clearly when you get back there. It's, it, it's the toughest thing to ever do during a dry year is to – get away because you think you've got to be there to feed stuff, to do whatever needs doing. Yeah. But you're actually far better off taking that opportunity to get away, clear the head and you'll, you'll work that much more efficiently when you get back. Yeah. absolutely. And like agriculture, we're all talking about becoming more efficient, getting to that hundred billion dollar goal. Um, but what's the toll on us ourselves as farmers, as blokes, as women in the industry as well, and how can we actually create a more positive image to what a farmer is, um, both internally, but also that external that are looking in to see what farmers doing, how they're coping and are they looking after themselves? Should I go into that industry? I think it plays a lot larger role than what we actually see it as. Yeah, no, absolutely. The biggest thing is I'd almost guarantee that the biggest asset that all of our farms have is our labour units or our cells. Yep. Um, and if it's not running efficiently, then nothing else is going to run efficiently. You're never going to get machinery to compensate for your lack of efficiencies within yourself. So um, it's where it's so bloody important to be 
healthier cells, uh, particularly with um, cropping, we're very, very good at, or we're, we're very connected with getting external professionals in to help us with the mechanics or technicians as they're called nowadays or advice from agronomists or uh, consultants and that sort of thing. And yet we always park ourselves down the batting order a lot more. And yeah, I think if we could all just try, just try that little bit harder to be better within ourselves, um, all the rest of it will work more efficiently as well. It's a, it, yeah, it's all about keeping everything in balance. 100%. And over the journey, I'd imagine you would have had a few reach out about how they may be able to join your six Bs, but maybe even do their own six B initiative within their own region. What's the go there and how can people actually establish this um, and get it going for their mates <laughs> who you need? Yeah. And that, that's a big thing is um, yes, we, we've had six Bs held everywhere from Tanindawar, uh, which is the Messina and Critch show up North to yeah. through here to Bolgart to West Manjumup and then the Esperance Zone. So they're just the WA ones. And we've also gone over to um, Cleve in the, on the Air Peninsula of South Australia. And I know there's been another couple run that have been branded over east that um, we obviously haven't got to. But the big thing is people will contact me and I'll say, yep, absolutely, host one, but you're hosting it because you're going to know your target audience better than I do. Um, there's no point me trying to get there and doing what I think works. Uh, you know, I'll give advice, like I said, with the farm tour or, or connecting it with something else, but um, it's up to the locals to host it. Um, and then if we can get somebody along to have a chat from the six Bs, then then that's what we do. Um, you know, that's where the, the role of Sam Burgess and Greg Kerno comes in that, um, yeah, they can get there and and they share, they share their personal story um, and both of their those lads' stories are very powerful. Um, yeah, definitely worth sharing. And it's that sort of share that then normalises the thought process for other people to go, ah, shit, I'm not the only one thinking like this or I'm not the only one that's that's encountered this in my life or and, and maybe have the opportunity to then go and talk to Greg or Greg's better known as Grog, go and talk to Grog and, and Burjo and say, Oh, thanks for that. You know, can have you got any more ideas for me? And um, you know, they both share what's helped them get them through. So yeah, look, yeah, if people want to contact us, um, yeah, we're on. It's uh, yeah, I'm on social media just as me. There's it's the six Bs isn't branded by itself at all. Yep. Um, and or and we've got a website as well for a bit different oh, um yeah. for a bit different footprint. So and connection can be made through that as well. So um. Pretty yeah, certainly. Fancy website for a couple of blokes. Uh, we've been very, very fortunate. I've, I've got the the wizard, as I call him, from um, Ballarat in, uh, or he's near Ballarat in Victoria. Uh, Andrew Young, who uh, trades as Grove Point Ag, has uh, stepped up and done all that for us. Uh, certainly, way outside my uh, professional sphere, Jack. Uh, I'm I'm just bright enough to turn it all on, but that's about it. So. Um, so yeah, no, I've been very, very fortunate with Andrew to have Andrew involved, and um, yeah, sort of from there, we we have actually got a little bit of merchandise that we sell um, pretty much at cost, which does my head in when you spend your professional life trying to make money, and here you are sort of 
all you're trying to do is um, just cover costs. So I suppose 30 odd years of farming, I've got quite good at covering costs. So, um, but yeah, there's a couple of things there and probably the backbone to it all was uh, during 2018, I was recognized uh, by Syngenta in their growth awards um, program um, in the community field and uh, were, yeah, received a small bursary from them uh, which I didn't have a project at the time. And so we just parked it up, but I ended up coming across uh, pannikins. So the old enamel mugs at a tourist shop. And she went, Hey, that wouldn't be a bad thing to put a six B's logo on. They're a lot like us blokes. They're, they're pretty hard, tough exteriors, but they, they do get chopped. They do get chipped. They get dented, but with a little bit of love. They're still usable. So um, I went back to Syngenta and, they were uh, wrapped with the idea. So, uh, yeah, we they organised a, uh, a graphic designer to come and do up our brand. And um, I had enough to have 100 made up. So I was just gifting them to people that had been involved with the yeah. with the uh, process to that point, which then, thanks to the power of social media, um, there then started to become some public thank yous for that on, on social media. And... Um, that then led to some requests for them. And I, I was just replying with, no, no, look, they're, they're not for sale. They're just, you know, they're gifts for people along the way. And people became very incessant. So um, we ended up going, oh, well, we'll, we'll sell some then. So um, so that 100 has now turned out, there's uh, over 950 of them have uh, gone out across Australia and some to New Zealand. And I think a couple have found their way to uh, the States as well. So, um yeah, the old Paul Kelly song from Little Things, Big Things Grow. Uh, yeah, yeah, quite amazing. But, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, just running along with that, we've got yeah, some broad brim hats and uh, some good uh, good old comfortable footy shorts. And um, there might actually be another little, uh, little something on the way in time for Christmas that might be a good connect for uh, some blokes or hopefully for the babes in their life that uh, they might want to get for their blokes for a, for an easy Christmas present. But um, yeah, that, that'll, that'll be hitting the streets soon, hopefully. Yeah. Beautiful. Leading right up into cricket season for sure. Absolutely. Yep. And I might even look into for anyone in the central West New South Wales doing our own six B's. I think that might be pretty beneficial for the blokes around here. Um, so I might pledge to do something, like that, Brad, might be good for our region as well. Yeah, I know Sam Burgess is from uh, over New South Wales way, and he went very close to getting over there this year to host one. It just fell over at the last moment. I think he was going to be over there catching up with family. So um, he would certainly be a good one to be in contact with. And yeah, right. um, well, I know Burjo from Twitter more so. So we'll have to get in touch and link it up so we can get something going if he's back here visiting family. Absolutely not. He'd be the, a very good man for it. So, um, but yeah, no, that, that'd be great. If you wanted to do something more than happy to, um, to throw some ideas your way and uh, yeah, whatever support we can be from over here, we'd love to uh, try and help out. Absolutely. So Brad, after our discussion for today, what do you think that would be, that one piece of farms advice you'd like listeners to take away from this episode for the blokes out there tuning in? Actually, before you do this podcast, actually, is 80% male audience, which is interesting um, in terms of podcasting. It's generally the flip on that 80% female or majority female listening in. So you've got quite a good audience here. Yeah, okay. That That is interesting. I wasn't aware of that. I've got, yeah, a lot of my mates um, listen to podcasts. So, um, 
I've got to admit personally, uh, probably the Howie games is uh, my go-to uh, when I'm in a truck for long enough to sit there and listen to it. So, um, but yeah, so now, so sorry, what was your question? What would be that one piece of farms advice you'd like a listener to take away from this episode um, about their own health, mental health, and just actually trying to improve themselves as a person to reach out maybe? Yeah. Um, the big thing is, like we've talked about, is we ourselves are the biggest asset that we have on our farm. Um, we, it's it's so inherent in us to bat ourselves down the order. Um, we quite often put uh, our children first, our spouse second, our family, as in our parents, third, and the business fourth, and then we, we come sometime after that. And If we can all look after ourselves a little bit better, uh, maybe bat ourselves number one, we're going to do the other four things a hell of a lot better than, uh, than we think that we're doing them now. So I know a lot of people talk about <clears throat> um, or they bemoan the fact I don't have the time to do that. And I, I might challenge them, have you got the time to not do that? Um, you know, we're, we're all told you you only live once, so it's actually wrong. You you only die once, you get to live every day. So, um, yeah, it's how you choose to spend that life along the way, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great piece of advice to take away from this episode and actually spread it out to your own community of blokes um, whether it be in farming or not living in regionally or not as well. Um, and I think it'll make the industry a lot better and stronger, in fact. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and that's a it's a big comment, the time thing. Uh, I know I'm very fortunate with our farm setup. We've got uh, lots of staff. Um, I've been able to put a lot of time into our son, uh, which has been fantastic. Um, and, I, yeah, I, I just try and press that on other fathers is as a father we really do have limited time with our children really um in the big picture so um yeah to to be able to spend the time or take the time to put into his time has been amazing and uh yeah to uh, i know from my experience of being a child you, you remember the times they're not there rather than times they are and uh, you know I reckon it's probably 15 or 16 before you actually know what dad really does. You know, he's a farmer, but you wouldn't know yep. what they do. And they're certainly not going to remember how many hectares you planted or how many kilos of something you grew. They're going to remember the time that you've been with them and uh, invested a little bit of time into their life. Yes, yeah, certainly. I think that's another great piece of advice there. Well, Brad, we'll kick it there. I think this episode has been pretty eye-opening and maybe – one of the best leading episodes coming into harvest time um, where we all are very rushed, but making sure we take the time for ourselves and also our mates. See, check in whatever day it is um, for that message as well. Yep. No, absolutely. And uh, if the opportunity arises, uh, there's certainly nothing wrong uh, with some back of Ute beers along the way. If you, if you happen to be harvesting next door to a neighbor to um, yeah, when you finished for the day, uh, n nothing over the top. You don't have to be silly, pun me, with the beers. But, um, yeah, just to stop and uh, catch up with them face-to-face -face is always time well spent. But, yeah, no, put put some time into yourself through whatever routine and, uh, yeah, get through the harvest nice and safely.
Yeah, beautiful. I'll put all the contact information, social media handles, and also your website in the show notes so people can go up there and have a look for themselves. Beautiful. Appreciate that a lot, Jack. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Farms Advice Podcast. It is produced by Advert Your Eyes Digital, the agribusiness marketing specialist. Go to farmsadvice.com.au for more information on this episode and the others before and spread the farm's advice. If you love this episode, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe as it helps other farmers find us too. But until then, next Tuesday, keep on farming. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Farms Advice podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country for Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.